Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's day 13, it's Friday, and we are here. I'm Amy and I'm with Dave to tell you all about Sumo. Uh, it's all about Sumo. Just everything about it. Just from the start it. to the yep. finish, all of it. The year was 1971. <laughs> Sumo was invented. <laughs> Well, we'll be here for a while, which will be uh, tricky because it's, let me look at the clock. It's 1.54 a.m. Yeah. We had a, uh, a gig tonight. Yeah, we played a show. Um, we, we play in a band and this band hasn't played together for eight years. And we did a show tonight. It was heaps of fun. It was one of Dave's albums. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yep. Uh, you can look it up on Spotify if yeah. you'd like. You could. Uh, under D. Rogers, and it was very successful, uh, the show, but then there was another mm. band, then Packing Up takes a long time, big band, Yep. talking to all the people, coming home, dropping off the gear, and now <laughs> watching the sumo. Yeah, and we were, as we were driving home, we're like, it's late, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning, let's just, you know, let's make this podcast really brief. And then we sat down and we watched the sumo. Yeah. Day 13, what are you doing to me? It always happens like this. It's just like, well, this is great. This is great. This is also great. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> there was some big news today. Yeah. It uh, specifically has a large impact on you. So yeah. I'm going to check in with you right yeah. now. Uh, Shona Cooney, Intai, finally. An interesting time to announce it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what to say here. It It is too fresh. Mm. Oh. Gina Cooney, you know, he was, he was my boy. Yeah. Um, and I feel that the, this represents a bit of a passing of time. I think when I first started watching Sumo, I saw this kid and I thought, I like what he's about. Mm. Like that he helped his brother in his ramen shop. There was something about his Sumo. It's like he learnt it on the streets. Yep. Brawler. Brawler. Yeah. Love that style. Uh, and I think on day one, I heralded the lack of an intai and the Kujo announcement for Chinakuni is good news. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah, today, shocking. Uh, I won't go into it now. And I think that probably what we'll do on day 15 is I'll do a little bit of a recap of yeah, his career. But, but right now <laughs> I'm still, you know, my emotions are everywhere, like... Everywhere I look, I see his face. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think about the great bouts we saw. I think about the fact that in March we saw him lose four days in a row. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Painful memory. <laughs> well, <laughs> you also would probably remember a lot of tape and mm. uh, not so many smiles, but one thing you can look forward to is his amazing uh, retirement smile. I think oh, that's going to be no, coming. Oh, hang on. I, that, I think oh, that's, you're not the, ready. that's the seventh. Stage of entire oh, grief. Oh, you are really not ready for that. I'm at denial. Oh, you're, something came across your <laughs> I'm, face. I'm at then. denial. I can't get to. The, I can't think about it. I think I know. Stage seven is sumo smile. Stage six is thinking. Yeah, they'd look good in a blue jacket. Yep. Yep. I'm stage, at stage. Hang on. What are we? Eight. Then well, nine is like can't wait to run into them the next time oh, yeah. I'm there. How many stages of entire grief are there? Quite a few. More. 
But well, I, stage I, ten is what's their hair gonna look like when they have their oh yeah yeah <laughs> ceremony. Um, stage one, I'm in shock. Yeah. No, actually, I'm in denial. This can't be true. Okay. One more basho, mate. Well, maybe by day fifteen you'll be maybe. ready. to Yeah, talk no, day about fifteen it. I will be ready. Well, I'm going to move on to the sumo because today we saw Chiyoshima come up against Takarafuji. Takarafuji was really on the defensive. He was trying to stay away from Chiyoshima and he very nearly lost this one as well as his bout yesterday. He's trying to get that kachikoshi, but he managed to stay up just long enough for Chiyoshima to fall down. And that's kachikoshi for Takarafuji hey, at Magashira 15. Congratulations. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Congratulations, Takarafuji. I was about to say, to tell you, this is his first kachikoshi since March. So it's not that, yeah, that no, that's only, not a very good stat. Why, only 510 last time, but before that he was all right. Yeah, I guess it's these memories of the 510 back in September last year, the 312 mm. in November. Yeah, it's I think it's the 312 that impacted. Yeah. And then the 510, obviously, back in May. Mm. But um, good to see him steady the ship. He's at Maigashira 15. That ship needs to be steady. <laughs> <laughs> he did a good job of it. Chiyoshoma, he's six and seven, working his way to a healthy uh, possible Nana Shaw, Nana High on day 15, like we love to see. Uh, Gonoyama fans around the world rejoice because your boy got Kachikoshi today uh, against Tsurugisho, but he had to work extremely hard. Mm. They were both on the belt from the get-go, but I, I thought it was actually Tsurugisho who looked on top here yeah, early. And then Gonoyama had to work his way off the bales, uh, which was quite impressive. He turned the tide here, drove Tsurugisho out and over. Akachikoshi for Gonoyama. Now, I think that probably, you know, a week ago we were thinking this is not going to happen. No, he started off so well, but then hit a little bit of a problem zone and maybe even a little bit, well, definitely a little bit more than some of the other debutantes. It was day six to nine where he lost four in a row. Yes, right. And uh, But he's come back from that, and that's really positive. In your first uh, basho in Makuchi, it can often be a, a case where you go back down straight away. Bushozan, again. Atami <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Fuji, yeah. you know, it can be really difficult, and you, you cannot get past that time where you start to lose and start to lose confidence, and he, he has, so that's a great sign for him. Brilliant stuff. Gonoyama, eight and five. Tsurugisho, four and nine. And here we arrive at the sixth bout of the day that you told us about yesterday. They've put this uh, nice and early. Endo versus Hokuto Fuji coming into today on 10 and 2 in the lead. I, I, can I just say, seeing Endo and Hokuto Fuji be a hype match. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Sumo's in such a good place. Yeah, it's back. There's a mutter from Hokuto Fuji. He went off jogging across the yeah. day, <laughs> but reset himself. And Hokuto Fuji, he was really committed here to the head shove down of Endo. He had the hand wrapped around his neck. was trying to really shove him down. Endo didn't go down. He did stumble around quite a bit, though, and got himself totally off balance. And Hokuto Fuji was able to push him out out to move one more in his quest for number one, a great score, 11 and two. Yep. But number two, I mean, is he starting to think about the Yusho now? He has to be. Oh, he has to be. And I have to be, you have to be, everyone has to be. We're suddenly in this world. Yeah. Well, what did you think? So was this a pre, uh, pre-baked plan for Hokuto Fuji here to, to 
pull so hard and continue to pull so hard on Endo? Or was it opportunistic where it, he's like, well, I've got my hand on the back of his neck. He's down. I'm just going to keep keep going with this. Well, he wrote me a letter last night and he <laughs> said, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. I'm not sure. I guess we know that often Endo goes in quickly and low for that Maimawashi grip. And so maybe, yeah, maybe Hokuto Fuji yeah, did plan it yeah. and and pop the hand over straight away to try to do that. In mm. which case, I mean, that didn't really work, but it was the extension of that that worked for him. So 11 and 2, as I said, and Endo, he already had his Kachikoshi, so he's 8 and 5. I don't want to let myself believe yet. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I do. Mean. You know what I mean. I really do. After saying Takayasu was going to win the show after day three, <laughs> I do know. Look, we've all been through a lot, let's face it. Uh, Nishi, uh, Nishiki Fuji. And Shonanumi, unfortunately, Nishiki Fuji was handed his Makakoshi in a, a mono-e. So the, the initial bout was given to Nishiki Fuji. Things looked good. Road to Kachikoshi. You were confident. I said, I reckon they need another look at that. Yes. Because it happened that uh, Shonanumi was moving forward. Nishiki Fuji moving back. He pulled Shonanumi down. Rode the bales. Yeah. Um, but Monoe was called there. So it was initially given to Nishiki Fuji. The replay, well, the replay showed something that (laughs) shocked me. So they showed the heel, they showed the foot up on the Tuara. They showed it rocking. It was hard to see whether it touched. So then often they'll be like, focus in on the dirt. You go close, see if there's a divot. And they did. But on the NHK coverage, there was also a hand in close, near the little divot in the ground, with a like an old receipt. It looked like a receipt. <laughs> in their hand, pointing to oh the depression in the Did in the clay. It was so who, weird. Who was that? Who was that? When have we ever seen anyone pointing out something like that before? I mean, it's late. Did we collectively hallucinate this? I don't, who probably, was it? Probably. Go and... Pop Nato, someone needs, on. Someone needs to tell me who it was. Fast forward. Uh, oh, they're like, oh, no, there was a guy uh, 50 years ago who died with a receipt in his hand on the doyo. It's oh, the ghost wow. of the Dolphins ghost of Arena. The ghost of 1979 <laughs> when Sumo began. Well, yeah, well, it was eight years old at that point. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, look, uh, so the headline here is that... That is Makakoshi for Nishiki Fuji. Yes, the decision was overturned. It was we overturned. didn't explain that properly. Oh, no, we didn't. His heel hit the dirt outside. Uh, the the mystery hand pointed it out to us. The camera saw it and the decision was reversed. So that was another win, yet another win for Shona Nomi. He's nine and four. And as you said, uh, Makakoshi yeah, to Nishiki I mean, Fuji. Yeah, I mean, history, yes, will say that... that they were the scores, but I think everyone will be thinking, well, this is the t- first time we encountered the ghost of Dolphins yeah. Arena. The receipt ghost. The receipt ghost. <laughs> I wonder what that receipt was for. <laughs> Tamawashi, he slapped Emil Gidu straight down for his Kachikoshi very well earned for him. He had impressive wins over Daesho. We loved that win over Hokuseiho with the Noroa. Oh. So another... Uh, Kachikoshi for Tamawashi in yep. his illustrious career. He's been all over the place and that's just in the last year. But a big congratulations to him. Miyogiryu, he's six and seven. Kota Shoho 
and Hokuseho. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Kodoshoho absolutely backed himself against Hokuseho. I, I don't think this was a matter of him coming out and executing a finely tuned strategy. I felt like that Kodoshoho just went out, got on the belt, and did his style of sumo. And it really worked. Like, I mean, Hokuseho was trying to slow down what was happening, but just... Kodoshoho's strength here, the strong belt grip, he, he walked Hokuseho out and you really got the impression here that Hokuseho has completely run out of steam. Yes. Yep. Like he just, it's like he was just like, oh, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to check in on the Hokuseho cope chart. <laughs> Have you got it there? <laughs> I've got it there. Oh, wow. He'll get exposed in Makushita no, Upper Makushita no, Jurio no, Upper Jurio no, Magashira. The next one's the Joy. Okay. Uh, so, so he's not in the Joy yet. Nah, I'm right there. Aren't you I? are, What's yeah. Six. Yeah, so he's just, just outside. outside. He's still in Magashira. The question, if I'm a lawyer, which I'm not, and I'm really looking at this language, is has he been exposed? Has he been exposed in the Magashira ranks yet? Well, the answer is unquestionably yes, Your Honour. I think in the process of, for sure. I think that um, that he has been exposed and the challenge now is to see what he can do against that. We've said a few times that, you know, he needs to come up with <clears throat> yeah, totally. something else. This is his first Makakoshi, essentially. He was yeah. out a couple of times. So there was some COVID uh, times that the whole stable was out. Um, and a time where he, he went out injured on day two. On day two. And apart from that, no whiff of a Makakoshi. Yeah. Uh, and look, he's gone 8-7 last time around. But that's part of this yeah, coach chart. Yeah, yeah. 9-6, 9-6, oh, from, Magash, from um, Makuchi, 9-6, 8 There's a pattern. I think that's being exposed. Yeah, it, it totally is. Um, and just a disclaimer too, we're not anti Oh, yeah, we, we do have to say that. We love the kid. Yep. It's just but, when the hype gets yeah, away I from Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. Yep. People get a bit whipped into a frenzy about someone who's so young. Yep. Do you know? Like, it's going to take time for Hokusail. There's no doubt he will be at least Sekiwake. I think Eventually. So. And, like, probably Yokozuna one day. Well, I I felt sorry for him today yeah. because Hakuho... Uh, Miyagino Oyakata was on the commentary yep. in NHK and, yeah, he will be saying some things when he goes back, <laughs> I think. And, and, you know, hopefully helping him to work on his technique and, and see what he can do differently. And yeah. yeah. I mean, he had a lot to say about it. Certainly <laughs> and, did. I uh, was analysing it blow by blow. So, yeah, Hokuseiho, five and eight. And uh, Kodoshoho, who, who we haven't <laughs> talked about at all, who got that win. Really great job. Kodoshoho, but he's five and eight as well. He already Is he had really? His have I got Makakoshi. that right? Yep. Yeah, he got his Makakoshi, yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Bit ago. Or yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, came up next against Mace. Both of these guys on five and seven today. So uh, one of those sad ones where somebody ends up Makakoshi. Mace, he tried for the pull down. It didn't work. Oho jumped fully away. From him, Maysay then went on the attack. He was able to keep his feet. 
despite Orho trying his own pull and moving all around him. And Meisei finally was able to stay on the road to Kachikoshi with a big win. So that means that he is six and seven. We love a Meisei Kachikoshi shit, so we would love to see that happen eventually. But it does mean that Orho is Makakoshi. Yeah, unfortunately, it had to be someone. And today it's Orho. I think to put Orho in perspective, so he's at what, Maegashira 6, I think? Yeah. He was promoted from some very, very low rank last mm. time. Maegashira 16. Yeah. So he was definitely over promoted. He was over promoted. The last time he was up high, he was at Maegashira 8 and he went 4 11. So I, I still think there's a way he can, you know, a win. One win over the weekend would give him six and nine yep. at his highest rank. Yep. I think this would be a good result for Orho. Yep. He can look so strong, but he can also look so weak. Yeah. And especially towards the end of Basho's too. Yeah, it gets a bit tired. It certainly <laughs> does. Look, let's check in with Takiyasu. Sure. Uh, this was not a bout that you would show anyone you'd want to try to get into sumo. Takiyasu today against Midori Fuji because after the touchy eye, Midori Fuji just lost his footing. Yeah, it was kind of that, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was, wasn't so much that Takiyasu won this one. It's that Midori Fuji lost it. But the good news for Takiyasu freaks around the world is that that breaks a seven-day losing streak. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. So Takiyasu six and seven, Midori Fuji would be begging for this basho to be over. He's three and ten. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Shodai came up against Asaniyama. Felt like a bit of an Ozeki battle, but it definitely oh, isn't. Yeah, well, <laughs> in a way it is, two ex-Ozekis. I just want to quickly uh, touch on the taping. Oh, yes. Did you notice it on... Asunayama today? Uh, the bicep, yep, it was definitely on. Well, it was different today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we spoke about how they, the taping team that work with Asunayama, they, they did the technique where he points where it hurts and they put the tape on it. Mm-hmm. Obviously they copped a bit of criticism for that because today they went with the inverse point where it hurts. Oh, leaving the circle in the well, middle. Yeah, so like where he pointed. Yeah, like the knee. But I think that's probably the proper taping. We received a bit of criticism uh, yesterday for our criticism of the taping. Everybody loved the taping yesterday. Did they? So what do you think of the taping today? Oh, Can't well, love do you both. know what? I, th- I think people... Oh, I, I don't want to say. I mean, it's very easy to, when you first get into the art of taping, to, to just see tape and like it. Mm. You know, it takes you... I've been looking at taping for years, you know. I mean, none of this is a surprise. Mm. You know, I see past the, past the tape, yeah, through the tape. Anyway, so today they went with the inverse point where it hurts, which yeah. is to he pointed where it hurts, and they taped everywhere but there. Yep, they kept that point high so that his <laughs> opponent might hit it first. Hang on a minute, oh, that's wrong. That doesn't. Oh, you're seem saying good. they're making a target out yes. of the tape? Yeah, what's? Don't do that. <laughs> Anyway, oh. what happened? Well, they both got on the belt. I think that's what made me think it was two Ozeki coming together because it just looked like that belt no. where they yeah. slapped together and suddenly on the belt. But it was Asaniyama using that taped bicep for good <laughs> and fairly easily was able to body Shodai back for Shodai's Makakoshi. That's his second in a row. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this was just skill difference. Yeah. Yep. So he's Magashira 2 now, so he'll go down uh, again. That was his drop from 
uh, Komasubi with the 6-9 to Magashira 2, and now he'll go down again. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Asuniyama, six wins, four losses, three days off. He is still on the road to Kachikoshi. Go Asuniyama. Go Asuniyama. Uh, Uro versus Tobizaru. This is one of those matchups that you just hope, you just pray that it plays out. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes there can be promise. like... It's got promise. It's got promise. Yeah. And, sometimes, and both coming in on six and six oh. as well. And exactly. Like, this is the perfect uh, platform for these two to do battle. And I was drawn to this one. I leant forward very, very, very... <laughs> Far. Are you sure you weren't just going to sleep? Because it's <laughs> yeah, because it's 1.30, yeah. Uh, no, this was uh, one that absolutely woke me up. Yep. Tsurikishi, not known for belt sumo, both got on the yeah, belt. Straight away. This was weird, right? Um, and it became apparent very quickly that Tobizaru had tied the belt loose. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I always think that belt tightness is a strategic thing. Surely he, he couldn't have been thinking or is going to get on the belt. No, that's right. But this loose Mawashi uh, really hampered Ura's efforts here. Uh, and while I say it's belt sumo, it was done in their own unique Tobizaru and Ura way. Yeah, by the belt totally coming undone on Tobizaru. So the front bit was uh, flopping, flopping down. down. Yeah. The knot on the back looked precarious. There were bits uh, undone. Yeah, it was very, very loose. But nobody but will stop about these days for that. <laughs> no. Nobody That's, is retying a belt. That is out of fashion. <laughs> uh, so this was, it was a really, really fascinating bout. A lot of back and forth on the belt, both trying to find that just lever point to throw the other one down. Ura set himself here and you could really see him just like lock the legs in before he tried to haul Tobizaru around. Somehow Tobizaru was able just to resist this momentum shift, set himself and then almost collapse Ura to the ground. It was a throw, but yep. he collapsed Ura to the ground. Yeah. It was that beautiful butterfly-like sort of double throw eventually when Ura got him round. And he instead of continuing that movement, it was just like he pulled himself backwards or he got himself... It, it was so hard yeah, it was, to see exactly what happened there. It, it, I mean, this very just shows... Good. Yeah, it was very good. It just shows Tobizaru's... Amazing situational awareness. Mm. I thought to manufacture this win out of such a quality attempt from Ura, Tobizaru. And both these guys love a 7-7 on day 15. I feel oh like we've seen both God. of them there quite often and both heading perhaps towards one. Tobizaru 7-6, and six. Ura is 6-7. and seven. And then we came to, obviously... Uh, another marquee bout for today, or perhaps the one. Nishikigi up against Hakuoho. We weren't even sure whether Hakuoho was going to turn up today. Well, I mean, I think everyone would have seen that uh, crash down yesterday. That was against, uh, I want to say, Abi, was it? Uh, yeah, Abi. Yep. Yeah, he fell directly on that injured left shoulder. Uh, and he looked very, very uncomfortable getting up. So to see him turn up today, I was actually surprised. He did have the tape. There was the usual tape. It looked yeah, fairly no, normal. Was... There wasn't much more than normal. No, the, no, it was. This was normal taping. Yep, tape regime. on tape. Tape on tape. <laughs> uh, this this was a great bout. To start off with, with we had what I can only describe as an extreme battle on the edge. Mm. So. 
uh, Nishikiki pushing forwards, Hakuoho. At one point, it looked like he even tried to almost throw yeah. Nishikiki over his shoulder. It was an unusual type of movement, but it looked like the shoulder was feeling okay. He led with it. Uh, Nishikiki was very much pushing with it. He had the arm outstretched and I'm sure that it was hurting, but he he didn't show it. No, it certainly didn't. We, we commented at the time we watched this, he was moving very freely, pushing and really leaning in on that left shoulder. He mm. yeah, didn't seem to be stopping him at all. They locked up on the belt and this is where it started to get really, really exciting for me. Wiggling back and forth. Nishikigi trying to initiate but not being able to do anything. Hakuoho obviously uh, an immovable uh, force at that point. And then suddenly, before I could blink, Nishikigi was down. I wasn't quite sure what had happened here. It was so fast. Well, it was so fast that I thought Nishikigi had tried a leg sweep and failed. Yeah. It looked like Nishikigi had initiated, but the replay, oh, the, showed, replay. the replay showed this brilliant move from Hakuoho. He, as they were locked, he pulls Nishikigi quickly into yeah. him. So um, a really quick... Just rips him towards himself. And then at the same time extends his leg and then pushes him back onto his leg <sighs> for the Uchigake inside leg trip. They, the sudden pull-push. They showed this replay in slow motion, I think from three different angles. And each time yeah, I was just more and more blown away with the, uh, like just the precision of this move, the quick thinking. Uh, he just knew this was going to work. Yep. This was yes. an execution style win for Hakuoho. Yeah. When you see a move this good, I was thinking about what's the right kind of wine you'd pair with this. Yes. I, I thought, yeah, obviously this is a red wine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Red and wine. one that's been cellared for a while perhaps. Well, let's have a look. I I've, I had a bit of a look through the, the our wine cellar and I pulled out a Catnook Estate Merlot. Oh, right. Yeah. Where's, where's Catnook from? Uh, I, Wrong question. Not sure. <laughs> Wrong question. Um, what's the flavour? Well, you know, I mean... Like I was saying to you before, the rich varietal aromas of raspberry, licorice, and plum. Oh, wow. And, you know, combined with that spicy fruit flavor, I just thought that the, that kind of, uh, you know, palate with that uchigake. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you know, that makes me think of uchigake. Yeah, yeah. Straight away. Well, like in the tasting notes that I have for it, it says it pairs well with Italian food, um, uh, like, uh, it's got stroganoff here and uh, leg sweeps. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Not outside, just inside. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it's not a cheap bottle of wine. It goes for $200 Australian. But, you know, when you see this kind of move. Is I that think, in our cellar? Uh, <laughs> nice. It's on, it's on a I website. <laughs> Maybe we can. A uh, website cellar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, both of these guys, 10 and 3 from here. Nishi Kigi looked very disappointed. Fair enough. Should uh, he be disappointed, He though? turned away. I mean, yes, yeah. absolutely, because yeah. he wants it. He does want it, and he has to admit it to himself oh, okay. at this yeah, point. Right. Yeah, right. He turned away. He walked out. A lot of applause, a lot of uh, props going to Hakuoho at this point. But 
Nishikigi is not down and out. He is 10-3 along with Hakuoho, but this puts Hokuto Fuji yeah, I know, one I know. ahead. <laughs> wow. What world are we living in? Let's move on to Sanyaku. Konawaka up against Abi first. Uh, Konawaka, way too fast, yep. way too good. Just smoked Abi here. Out of the touchy eye, took him over the bales. Yeah, possibly not surprising for the Komasubi battle, but Kodnawaka would have been pleased and relieved, I'm sure, to win that. You can never take Abi for granted. Yeah. Kodnawaka 9 and 4, just quietly amassing those wins. Absolutely. And Abi, the opposite, oh, 4 geez. and 9. He's loudly uh, collecting those losses. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Wakamoto Haru came up next against Daesho. They are three and three in the head to head and both coming into today on eight and four. Wakamoto Haru let Daesho come through with the thrusts as usual, tried to pull him through with the arm out of the uh, ring, but he didn't go out, Daesho. He's fairly stable. Gee, I thought the move that Wakamoto Haru did, he was so good, but to see Daesho react that way. Yeah. Like it was, he just. Found his feet so quickly, turned, re-engaged. Yep. It was yep. beautiful. It was clever. And not only did he re-engage, but he absolutely assaulted Wakamoto yeah. Haru on the face. He had the full palm out and alien style. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> he covered Wakamoto, Wakamoto Haru's face with it. Yeah, I didn't like this. <laughs> just shoved. Yeah. Just a big old shove. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru, look, he can take this. He's getting used to it, I think. And he moved himself around and went for a very, very risky pull here. I think he was right in that he had to try something quick. Otherwise, Daesha would have have come back at him just again and again. And he just managed to balance on one foot as Daesha went down with the pull. So it was a win for Wakamoto Haru. I think this was a bout befitting of Sekiwake. Mm -hmm. It was a good bout. Uh, we saw both of these Rikishi at their best. So uh, I, I feel like the Ozeki race Ozeki yep. race yep. conversation has kind of died away. Yeah. Daesho, <laughs> uh, to get 33, had to win everything from today on in. Um, obviously, he won't, which doesn't mean that there won't be. But I just don't think that it's showing what they would want from an Ozeki at the moment. The risk is, of course, that if they don't promote someone now, that they will fall away, that they will fail and not be able to get up there again. But if that's the case, then they shouldn't be on Ozeki. Yeah, I know. And this is this whole thing. I mean, you know, essentially these two will probably reset. Yeah. It's a beautiful and inexact science. We don't know. It's so cruel. (laughs) Wakamoto Haru is nine and four. He was already a little bit behind. Uh, but an Im- a really important win for him, nonetheless, I would say. Hang on, so what's Daesho's score? Eight and four. Eight and on five. On day 13, yeah, eight and five, yep. Yep. Just wanted to check there. Yep, I've written it wrong. The final bout of the day. Sekiwake Hoshoryu up against Ozeki Kirishima. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. This the, was... Sanyaku happens so quickly on these well, final I know, days, don't they? You're so like, oh, I'm here already. So few bouts, but here we are. Hoshori went for a meet and move. Yes, I have to agree with that. You, I think, you don't think it was a henker? I don't. I thought 
like in the heat of the moment, I was like, oh, he hankered. Yeah. But I think uh, I think it was more subtle than that. I, I, I completely agree. So out of the touchy eye, yeah, Hoshoryu moved away, but Kirishima was quick to lock Hoshoryu down. And then they, they stopped here. Mm. They locked up. Uh, Hoshoryu positioned off to Kirishima's left. So on a little bit of an awkward angle for Kirishima to do any work with here. And I think the sequence here that happens in this bout on the surface looks like like very little is happening. Yeah. But I felt what we were seeing was two incredibly skilled technicians at work. Yeah. And their skill was such that their skill negated each other. Yeah. It was so like the- they needed a body cam or something to <laughs> on the chest of one of them yeah. to focus down on their hands. But I still don't think you would see much because like it was there was a little bit of jerky movement, mm, but it was shifting, of shifting and, and both mm. feeling each other out. So like, I feel that in terms of spectacle, this yeah. wasn't much to look at, yeah. but you could see that there was a lot going on under the surface, but I'll sure you with his belt grip was able just to swing the momentum for a split second, his way. And from there, he just uh, snowballed that advantage and he was able to take Kirishima out. Yes. Yep. So huge win for Hoshori. Kirishima just seemed so committed at the end just before he made that move to to pushing Hoshori's yeah. head down and I and and kind of pulling him forward. It wasn't really a pull. It wasn't that traditional big pull that you see where you either yeah. where you move backwards as well. It was the literal thrust down to the ground with the hand on the back of the neck. And if somebody is not going to go down while they're standing extremely stably and have been for 30 seconds, <laughs> it's probably Hoshori. So yeah. I didn't think that that was quite the right yeah. choice there. And it did allow Hoshori to find that shift and come back at him so strongly. But what, I don't know. I really enjoyed this bout. I thought it was uh, just a masterclass in the subtleties of sumo. Hoshoryu, as I said, nine and three, and Kirishima, six wins, four losses, and two days off. So he's still no, going for that. No, I think that might that, be uh, five losses. Five losses. I didn't update the doc. Nice. Neither of us <laughs> did for the last few. <laughs> Don't worry about it's it. It's so, so late. It's 2.28 a.m. So Hoshori is actually, oh my God, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hoshori is 10.3. Did we say that? Oh, so we didn't update that either. Yeah, 10-3, 10-3, 10-3. Okay, I've said 9-3 twice now. People are screaming at me. If only there was a way we could edit this yeah. audio. <laughs> not at 2 <laughs> We're not doing it. Uh, okay, take us through the leaderboard. It's Hokkaido Fuji. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Massive. This feels weird, but so, so good. It feels right. I yeah. really like it. Uh, 10 wins we have Sekiwake Hoshoryu. Magashira 1, Nishikigi, and Magashira 17, Hakuoho, who uh, I think we can say now looks like he's still in great form. Yeah, absolutely. All depends on, uh, well, it doesn't all depend. Tomorrow depends on matchups tomorrow. What well, do you got? We, we've had a bit of a look here. There, there's some interesting uh, decisions. So Hokuto Fuji, he's at Magashira 8. He gets to fight down tomorrow. Yeah. He's fighting some hack at Magashira 17 called Hakuoho. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, I, I think this is a beautiful. Oh, I love it. A beautiful piece of programming. Of course, the first time that they've met. And Hokuto Fuji is someone I 
can see throwing a bit of a spanner in the works of I, I have no idea what's going to happen no. here. And again, I love the way the team's putting together this. This is the sixth bout of Makuchi. You know, something to really pull, you know, get the crowd going, get them focused on sumo. When you're there and a big bout comes up this early, it's a real surprise. You're just getting about your business. You're like, oh, uh, well, Makuchi started yeah. oh, so, oh, Hang on. No, look, I mean, I think you're underselling the experience of the the, the uh, Nagoya crowd. Yeah. People would be seeing this Torakumi going, oh, this is sixth. I'll get on the beers <laughs> at 11 a.m. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, you know, they're, they're not amateurs. No. They will be absolutely maggot by the time this uh, <laughs> this bout comes about around. Uh, so who, who else do we need to look at? We need to look at... Nishikigi. So Nishikigi fights... Ryuden. Yes. And yeah. Ryuden, who we haven't been talking about a whole lot. Well, no, we haven't. But under the radar, yep. has worked his way to nine and four. Yeah. And Maegashira 15. Yeah. So, and I think um, the other thing we didn't realize about Ryuden, let me just pull this up, oh. is that he started off with um, zero. I've clicked on the wrong five? thing. Here. Four losses. Oh, four losses. Yep. Yeah. And then the rest, the nine. So I, I think that, wins. I think this is a good test for Nishikigi. Uh, and one which he really needs to overcome to stay in that you show race. The other person is Hoshori. Wakamoto Haru. Oh, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've met nine times. It's six, three Hoshori's way. Fantastic. Uh, that kind of takes us through the leaderboard. The final bout of the day is going to be very interesting. Asuniyama and Kirishima. Whoa. Whoa. The ex-Ozeki versus the current Ozeki. Both Rikishi not well, having three days off and two days off respectively, both carrying injuries or injury concerns. I think this will be fascinating. And both on the road to Kachikoshi, right? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you are exactly right. So Kirishima right. six five two, so six seven essentially, and Asanayama six four three, so six seven as well. Well, here's a word of advice. Get two buckets ready for tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, we'll one pop those sumo <laughs> Mainichi buckets up for... Uh, well, we, we might have to do a two-for-one yeah. sale because you need a bucket for the vomit <laughs> and a bucket for the tears because that <laughs> that last bout, that feels mean-spirited. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, They're, I can't wait. I can't they'd wait. They'd be rubbing their hands together gleefully oh. like a big old villain, the Torakumi committee. Well, I'll tell you what. We, we are getting a pretty good margin on those buckets that we're selling, so I'm rubbing my hands. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi tonight. Uh, it is 2.32am. Yep. We're going to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Less sleepy than we are now. Bye. Bye. Bye.